And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition here of the Mass Steel Podcast. Well, of course, here's truly Charles Prodge Richie right now. Getting ready to wrap up the first week of training camp here that took place in Heinz Field. As we are getting ready to count down right now, uh, we are about less than a week away from the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, festivities. And plus, we'll also be going from there. Prior to that, the Pittsburgh Steelers will be playing the Dallas Cowboys in the Hall of Fame uh, game this Thursday on August 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. As uh, we'll see the class of 2020 right now. Uh, Heard some news on uh, late Friday evening, of course, with Troy Palomalo announcing that he uh, tested positive, uh, trying to keep his uh, fingers, and he says he's feeling great, but keeping his fingers crossed, working with everybody at the Hall of Fame, uh, see if he will still be able to attend or not. But I got to tell you right there, uh, definitely would be a huge loss if he's not able to be there in person. But anyway, I'm sure they will honor him either way. Hopefully do a video presentation if he's not there physically in person. Yours truly will be attending uh, this Saturday. I will not be for the 2021 uh, class to an obligation I got to do on Monday morning. But to at least have the inductees of not only Donnie Shell, uh, the Steel Curtain. And of course, you got Bill Cower, Troy Palomaro, that class. Those guys are special to me uh, as far as like as my personal all-time greats in Steeler history, if you ask me. Uh, Bill Cowher is a guy who definitely uh, made me become a diehard Steeler fan and uh, follow this team since 21 years old and loved him for a long time longer than that. And, of course, Troy Palomaro, my favorite Steeler all-time over every uh, person that's put a black and gold uniform throughout. But I will say this right now. Uh, I got a lot of stuff uh, trending right now. Uh, training camp, unfortunately, uh, no games in, in Latrobe. I mean, uh, no camp practice in Latrobe this year for the second straight year. Due to the NFLPA uh, nixing things as far as like looking out for uh, player safety uh, in that regard as to uh, why it won't be uh, happening. And a lot of things that definitely have been quite noticeable, too, when we see it with training camp. You hardly see any autographs be uh, taking place amongst fans where they get a little closer. Instead, people are getting free mobile tickets uh, for the Steeler app or for the website itself. And like I said, you're watching from uh, quite a far distance versus you see up more closer in person. Going up that hill at St. Vincent College, I mean, that's definitely one of the things right there a lot of people will say as part of the Pittsburgh uh, Steel Training Camp experience. I was there two years ago when it was last year, fortunately. And I think they had like one more day of training camp after that. But anyway, I had a blast uh, regardless. was able to go down there. I mean, don't forget, it was also uh, sad too because the last time it was down there, um, 
it was also the passing of Daryl Drake, who passed away on August 11th of 2019. And uh, really took the wind out of, as far as being around festivities. For there, they had to cancel practice for about a few days. I think they resumed practice back on uh, Tuesday, I want to say it was. Was the last day that it happened. And it, it was a sad weekend. Just all, all of a sudden, just... I think it was like heart condition, but still. And you just fast forward and just think of just what happened shortly after that. I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers were getting ready to ha have a rebound from missing the playoffs the, the previous season. Uh, no more of the Killer Bees officially with Antonio Brown uh, out and about pretty much at that point. Uh, as he was having a fallout with his new team, the Oakland Raiders. And... Uh, Definitely a, a, a lot of luggage on him uh, going on in his personal life. He was able to get uh, straightened out this past season. But still, you look at everything, what, what were the things that followed with that Steelers season? Ben Rosberg gets hurt in the home opener against the CLC Hawks in week number two. Uh, Halftime throwing elbow injury. And then where we go from there, the famous uh, trade right there, too, with uh, surrendering a uh, a first round pick for Mika Fitzpatrick. I mean, which the Steelers have uh, religiously never done uh, with anybody. I mean, if anything, when they did trade route away first round picks, if it was, it was back of the Steelers of old. And when I talk Steelers of old, I'm talking about when Dan Rooney was in the picture with his father, Art Rooney. You're talking about the bad teams of the 60s, the 50s, where they'd be trading a lot of their draft capital. You would hear uh, legendary Hall of Fame coach Chuck Noll, uh, who was coaching them, who insisted through Art Rooney that you never trade away your draft capital. Those are people you want to try and develop right there. You want to try and build up as much stock as you can and try and uh, groom your players. Well, like I said, it was a different uh, scenario right there once again. For a guy like Mika Fitzpatrick, who came in here, and thank God he was there. Because when the Steelers did pick him up, uh, at the time, uh, when they uh, made the signing uh, for him, he was only 22 years old at that time. He was going to be turning 23 that season. I mean, he only played one season in Miami. I mean, first round, 11th overall pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. Uh, coming out of Alabama right here. I mean, national champion right there. I mean, you, you look at what he's been able to do right there and how much of a game changer he was uh, for this uh, defense that year. And when you think about, like, the Steelers' defense, more particularly that year, I mean, a team who back in 2018, uh, for that season, where they struggled miserably in creating turnovers, they only had 15 uh Turnovers all together on the defense, which include a pitiful eight interceptions and seven fumble recoveries. Fast forward a year later, what happened? A big time spike uh, in that regard, right there. I mean, not only that, they also had Terrell Austin Sr. too, uh, to the defense backs coach. Mike Thomas definitely trying to rectify uh, this area. What ends up happening? You have like your interception and total goal pretty much more than double. Uh, the following year, 
then you have 20 interceptions, 18 fumble recoveries for 38 takeaways. 38 takeaways versus a miserable 15. Plus 23 in uh, takeaways as far as improvement goes. And just show you how much uh, Mika Magic had on this team right now. And so as we're looking at it right now, uh, I mean, in training camp, one of the many uh, highlights has definitely been, we heard this uh, pretty much a lot throughout the season. The Steelers' success is definitely be more incumbent on the success of the offensive line, which is definitely, uh, I think no one can argue right here. I mean, in that regard, uh, you have to definitely look at it that way. I mean, you even saw like a couple of times though too. I mean, this week there were some struggles with Ben Rosberg and Kendrick Green, a few uh, botched uh, snaps with uh, Rosberg and Kendrick. I mean, right now, I mean, you got J.C. Uh, Hasnauer right there as the interim uh, center for the time being uh, on the depth chart. When we go take, let's go take a look at the depth chart real quick. That was announced uh, last Sunday. And here's new wave of the offensive line right now. Uh, outside of J.C. Uh, Hasnauer, they also got right now left tackle Chukswuma Akorfor, who Kevin Colbert definitely seems to feel that, you know, if Zach Banner would have been competing with Chooks on left tackle, Chukswuma Akorfor would have had that position left down. They seem to view him more better as a left tackle right now. And, of course, you got a right tackle right now, Zach Banner, who's trying to uh, come back right now uh, from injury then you also got for your uh, left guard and right guard you got Kevin Dotson right now at left uh, right guard uh, Trey Turner right now see how he does this year I mean it's definitely gonna be a real interesting uh, game changer I mean fr from this right now uh, definitely a new wave new generation right now I mean, her Ramon Foster talk about like how his time too when, you know, like guys like him and Pouncey had to like, like turn over from guys like Max Starks or whatever. I mean, from the previous offense line and what they had to do, because now you, you look at the biggest differences right now. I mean, of course with Alejandro Villanueva, I mean he signed with the Ravens uh, back late in April, I believe it was, and then also too, I mean. Outside here, right guard. I mean, David Castro, no more. Instead, you got Trey Turner filling his spot uh, for the time being. And then, like I said, I think Pouncey right now, believe it or not, I think the Steelers are going to feel his loss hugely this year, if you ask me. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, that, that is, I mean, we, we, we talk about how much this run game needs to improve. I mean, if you get a guy like Najee Harris, will be the difference maker for those short yards attempts right here for this season. I mean, definitely, uh, I've been, been writing a check uh, so far, cashing it so far in practice, and uh, then some. Because I got to tell you right now, for the time being, I, I, I like what I'm hearing about this guy. And I think for right now, I mean, if you're a Steeler fan, you have to be encouraged right now. I mean, you look at one example where Cam Hayward kind of had stuff for a moment, but he was able to squeak out five extra yards. Just the fight that he has right now and the energy he's trying to bring. And we'll see how this uh, translates into this year. 
But anyway, uh, going on the opening right here, uh, Kevin Colbert, according to Dale Law, DK Pittsburgh Sports, say he feels he felt comfortable. He appears comfortable with the offensive line. Uh, we knew it was going to be a little bit of a mix and match, but we we're comfortable with the group we had. Albert, we had to add Trey Turner after we moved on from David DeCastro, uh Colbert said, as Steelers move over the highest field for the first practice in this year's uh, training camp. Uh, they over Muffco. Don't forget when they did release uh, David DeCastro uh, by uh, cutting him. Uh, they saved about $8 million in cap space as opposed to waiting for him to recover. And uh, Kevin Colbert did go on to continue to say that literally our cap situation changed three weeks ago coming out of the mini camp when we decided to move on from David, Colbert said. Now we had cap room. Now we were like, wait a minute, this player's available. Now we might be able to sign him. He was looking for a certain number back in spring. Now he might be more affordable. We tried to make those decisions. We're happy with the group as it comes together at this point. When Melvin Ingram was still available and we could work that, we were glad to do it. When Trey Turner was available and workable, we were happy to do that. We'll see what we got. And like I said, I mean, you know, like not only like uh, Al Hydro Villanueva, David DeCastro, don't forget too, left guard, Matt Filer, he signed with the Chargers right now. That is another uh, loss right now, which the Steelers will be seeing uh, later on in uh, November of this year. And uh, they'll be facing the L.A. Uh, Chargers on uh, November uh, 21st. That will be the Steelers' 10th uh, opponent of the season right there as uh, we look at it uh, for, for that point. So that being week 11, their 10th uh, opponent right there in L.A. in SoFi Stadium. So they'll be seeing him up close to person right there. I mean, when you uh, truly look at and uh, see what they do. I mean, also, too, I mean, going up, I mean, in that matchup right there, I mean, for the Chargers, I mean, going up against uh, for uh, that season, Justin Herbert right there. Justin Herbert right now, who has uh, done pretty solid as a rookie. I mean, he has a 6-9 record, of course, but 4,336 yards, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Guy's only been sacked 32 times. But when you look at his quarterback rating, not bad for like his rookie year, about 98.3. I mean, this guy has had three game-winning drives, one fourth-quarter comeback, and the longest he's thrown was for 72 yards. We'll see how he does, I mean, this year under the Chargers banner. I mean, as they'll come to take a look at right now, our other head coach, uh, Brandon Staley right now, who for the most part, will be uh, taking over for the former head coach of the Chargers and Anthony Lynn. So we'll see how that works out. I mean, with that matchup, Steelers usually having a pretty good record against rookie quarterbacks uh, for the most part. I mean, in that, and when you look at it. So right now, I mean, listen, I, I got to believe right now, I mean, when you look at all those uh, key noticeable losses right here, I mean, for the most part, I mean, it's definitely going to be a challenging year. A lot of people at the end of the day, I mean, I was hearing Bob Papiani saying that he expects the Steelers' record to be no more than 
right now, I think, uh, at 11 and 6, I think, for uh, this year. I mean, you even got uh, guys like uh, Jerry Dulek. I want to I say he has him at 9 and 8. One other person has him about 10 and 7 as well. But, I mean, speaking of a guy like uh, Justin Herbert, too, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, for going in there, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens in that time when they go uh, face the Chargers in SoFi later on uh, that season right now. And uh, Ben Rosberger, for right now in his career, he has the most wins so far against first-round quarterbacks at 70 wins so far when we look at it. I mean, so let, let's see what happens. I mean, for the most part, uh, so we got a lot more stuff to get in here right now. Also, uh, too, I mean, staying with the offensive line right now, Tomlin did say last week that Green, he will begin to start the Hall of Fame game this week when the Steelers do be facing the Cowboys. I mean, Colbert did mention that it was going to be a transitional period, especially once Marquis decided to retire. That was one spot. We knew we were going to have trouble signing L based on what we were with our cap situation. So there you have it right there. Uh, that's it. What we got for the offensive line right now as we uh, look at it uh, for right now going into this. I mean, I, I definitely got to believe right now the offensive line is definitely going to be uh, pivotal right now. now